There's no escaping destiny, and not everyone is destined for greatness. These are their stories. Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other cosmic stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Wheels. I'm Logan. I'm Lee. And I'm Greg. I I got really like the guy who's, <laughs> who is in all the previews for action movies vibes yeah. from you, Wheels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah in yeah, a yeah. world. In a world <laughs> where plants are eating everybody. In a wheels. <laughs> In a hero. world of very random encounters. <laughs> Dice will roll. <laughs> my, my favorite one of those is from like Derek Comedy, way, like Donald Glover's YouTube channel uh, like from yeah. way back in the day. But it's like, in a world where guns don't sound like they normally do. <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> now that we've got all the laughing done and we won't do it anymore. Okay, yeah, serious, serious, episode serious at all. Uh, Anita, give me a recap, please. So, so we went to the roots, and I was really excited because I was going to get to see my friend for the first time. In like a really, really, really long time, so much so that the time, like I can't even actually say because it's different for everyone. You know what I mean? Like, whew. anyway, years and years, though, like a minimum of years and years. But some of us anyway, time dilation anyway. OK, but it kind of sucked because I got we got down there and, you know, like we gave the, the plant to Adam and Eve and. Sud Sud wasn't like super jazzed about that. And we like played dumb for a little bit, but then we couldn't for too long. And, you know, Silgar was a piece of shit, just like always. And I don't know, at this point, I'm really like, this is definitely recap Anita, not like right now, Anita, because otherwise I'd be fucking mad. I'm so mad, like in the moment. And uh, then a cool squid. Uh, it was an octopus. Octopus, cool octopus. Did some kickflips, and that's, I guess, what we're resolving next. But mostly, <laughs> I'm pretty mad. <laughs> there was stuff about Stargoon, though. Do we want to talk about the Stargoon yeah. stuff? I think it's important. I assume. I so assume reason- Greg didn't bring it up and wasn't going to bring it up anymore. <laughs> so the reason we got we were called down to the roots in the in the first place was because my hat called out to me. And then it turns out that that was actually, and in our in our talks with Sud, that's actually like a sibling of Silgar is my hat, something like that. A, an older sibling. An aspect of magic is your hat, and also yes. Silgar is an aspect of magic. Correct. That was yes. born after Stargun got lost.
the behind the curtain of this and the animals is I've been just going to a random personality generator, generating a personality, and then whatever animal that makes me think of is the, the one that hangs out today. <laughs> um, so the one I got last was hilarious, truthful, and loves extreme sports. And the, 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 uh, the first two weren't really helpful, but loves extreme sports did <laughs> key me in on <laughs> uh, something with eight limbs. So I thought which that would part, be very which funny. Which part did that represent um, of this, of the octopus? <laughs> <laughs> um, all of that to say, I was kind of racking my brain as how to do the truthful aspect of it, because any of the tr truth, because it was hilarious and truthful and any of the truths that the day and M's have to share with you won't be very hilarious. So what I've decided instead is that um, I learned recently that uh, cephalopods are one of the only species we've ever seen, or one of the only species groups we've ever seen who uh, they are a solitary species, meaning they don't really have social bonds with each other, but they still engage in play behavior just to entertain themselves. Huh. We typically think of play as a social activity, but they'll just play with a toy just to entertain themselves, even though they don't really do that with other uh, members of their species. So all that to say, this this octopus is just stunting on you. It's just like circling <laughs> you and just doing kickflips and stunts because it's really funny. Like you take so long to get where you need to go and it can just zoom. It's not even supposed to be here. It's an aquatic <laughs> creature. Um, and it's so much better at this than you. Um, and so it kind of gloats in that way. Well, first I want to ask you, Blood, do you have any like special like Aquaman abilities? Like, can you talk to... <laughs> Aquatic creatures, or oh no? yeah, okay. Of course. In that case, Anita, you don't get this, but the octopus is just hurling insults, like as you would imagine, <laughs> in in aqualish, whatever it whatever it is that it speaks. <laughs> um, but you know, I imagine it almost communicates via to you via like like it, it's not gonna speak because its its beak isn't gonna like start flapping mm. but also octopuses change color to, to that's true signal maybe that's so part of it i think too. that's part of it too yeah so through that communication you get the idea and maybe this will help you be able to set up a scene that this octopus has the ability to um force visions onto you so in the midst of those insults are like it's like projecting comedy skits where you two are bumbling like Charlie Chaplin style physical comedy falling all over yourselves, those scenes just like happen in your mind. It just takes control of your mind and you see yourself just beefing it like a doofus. And so <laughs> all of that to say like, this octopus who just wants to make you feel bad, what like, as it reaches into your mind, what does it, what do you think it, either of you, what do you think it would latch on? And this is my, that was my long winded explanation of how I was getting to truthful. Um, <laughs> is that it will reach into your mind and, and like find some horrible truth about yourself that maybe you don't want to confront right now. What do you think it finds? Hmm. Anita's just really mad and like those kind of visions to her don't do anything, especially in this state where she's in the roots. Right. She's like, if I wanted to fucking skate, I would fucking skate. <laughs> and I and your stunting on me would mean nothing. You would be dust. <laughs> and I think that's that actually leads to like in the back of her head, like, you know, she's retired. She doesn't she doesn't want to necessarily do this. But like now she's super powerful and she feels like she has to. But 
there's always that fear of like too much power is actually really bad. And I don't yeah. want to have to deal with that, especially at this point in my life when I've gotten very used to the level of magic that I have and the subtlety of using it and the subtlety of finding stuff out instead of just killing stuff. And she's really hardcore flirting with just like killing everything, you know, <laughs> as you in that case, as you continue to descend and as it as this creature continues to mess with your mind, Anita, you know, you're able to shake off a lot of the visions like what like you're saying, like you kind of expect that to be here. But as it keeps probing and probing and just trying to uh, get your goat, as my grandma would say, <laughs> um, eventually gets its tendrils on something you know it, it gets its hooks in you and the kind of scene that it's playing out in your mind is it replays that horrifying moment you had as a child where you where you accidentally killed your friend but instead of child you and that friend in that space it's 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 the same location. I think we said it was at school. So I think you're back at your elementary school, but you are, it's like a dream because you're back there, but you're an adult and you're standing in the same place that you were when that spell went off. But in your friend's place is just a figure whose face changes every time you look at it to a different friend you've made Oof. along the way as you stand there and you can feel that magical energy building up in you. What do you do? I... <laughs> I I mean, at, at this point, like, I've already been distracted by my hat, and I'm just like, I'm not going to focus on this stupid octopus anymore. I'm just going to focus on the hat. I'm going to push this as far away from my head as I can, which is not really dealing with the issue, but it is what she wants to do in this moment. I like sense? that. Yeah, what kind of... Greg, you can help me here. What kind of, like... If I, I I think it makes sense for calling on Stargoon to pull uh pull get Anita back into the land of the living, so to speak, back into uh lucidity. Um but what would that look like? Because you know more about Stargoon um, than me. I don't think that's actually what happens. I think hmm. when you want to get away, you get pulled into the into where Stargoon is. And if you want to have that whole scene, I don't know if we want to interrupt this octopus thing oh, to sure. do what that is. But when you want to get away from that and focus on the hat, you will get pulled to where Stargoon is and what that scene is. And I don't really want to interrupt yeah. this necessarily. Let's just say that's like okay. that happens. I'm gone. And then we get bloods like what happens, what happened to blood and then what how blood reacts. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Cool. So like as as this is happening with uh with the octopus and Anita and she's like getting frustrated, like from from my perspective, I'm seeing this happen. I see her get like super frustrated and I see like a range of emotions on her face and then like she's just gone. <laughs> the octopus by the way is doing the skin changing equivalent to laughing its ass off. It won. <laughs> 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 she ran away what a loser mm. um, she left you behind it says in color change <laughs> yeah yeah so here, here's here's what I think and this is a little bit I, I don't mean this as a cop out because I do think this affects her deeply yeah 
Um, but I don't think blood is affected by this octopus in the way the yeah. octopus wants. Because Yeah, I don't like, uh, yeah, that makes sense that it, it maybe it tries and it just can't get mm-hmm. through to your mind in the way that it could with Anita's. Because like the this whole time, like this whole thing is blood is she just is a different magic. She's yeah. she's also not from this planet, which the ramifications of that and how uh Adam and Eve don't don't know like they have named i guess the magic or the creatures or the deep ones in some kind of way or so, like i don't i don't know how that interaction yeah is or would work but i do know that like even though she's a part of this world and she's affected by the magic of this world and she has to work in the rules of it she's also separate from it in her own way so I think the octopus is like not affecting her in the way that she wanted it to at, at, at in the way that it wanted to, but only in the sense that nothing the octopus can show her is scary. Yeah, yeah it can only pull on your, you know, mm-hmm. it can only pull on human fears and you're She's not that like, anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like earthly, um, earthly, hi, have uh, you seen where I've been living for the last few hundred yeah. years? You don't even touch that. <laughs> Um, and she also just sort of knows that like, whatever's going on with Anita, it's going to be fine. Yeah. But I think what it does do is it opens up in her what her true fear is. And it's that Mm. she, (sighs) it's that she can be afraid. It's that she is scared. Mm. She doesn't know what to do. She doesn't know how to solve the problem. And honestly, she's worried that she truly has fucked everything up worse, which is kind of what she felt like she was doing in the deeps, too. So I think her biggest fear is like not failure necessarily, but just like not being enough. I think that everyone's fear. Yeah. The bit of the octopus's influence that can act on your the human part of you the 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 way that it try and you can say if this is successful or not but the way that it tries to take that bit of fear and and maybe make you kind of spiral down into it is by just planting the suggestion thought maybe all you're good at is killing mm. Mm. It's the only thing you've been good at before. She gets, it's bad for a minute. She's like, oh God, like I have fucked everything up. I'm so, I I can't do anything right. I I don't fit in in the deeps. I don't fit in up here. I don't, nothing I do is enough. And I'm afraid for the first time in my life, like truly actually feel fear. And I don't know what to do with it. I don't understand. I I, I don't, I, I just, I don't know. Like that's where she's at. And then the octopus yeah. is like, the only thing you're good at is killing. And she's like, wait, yeah, actually. Oh, I could kill. I am, I am good at that. <laughs> I know what I'm good at. And fuck you. <laughs> do you shoot it? Yes. <laughs> that's amazing. So, uh, this is this I think is huge. Um, big, big if big if true. Um, this is, and I think this will be kind of my the cliffhanger for my half of things. Mm-hmm. You shoot the octopus, and 
you, you see it in all its gory detail as it actually as the thing as the the shooting actually happens. All of the octopus gore that you'd want out of a B movie happens, but once you the the second you blink, there is no octopus body. It is just a hand puppet of an octopus with a face and a skateboard like Whoa. stitched into it with like different colored yarn. It's just a it's just a puppet. That's all that's left. Mm. Or maybe that's all there ever was. I need I need to know where I am. You are in a you're in like a a weirdly black space. And in the center of it, you can see a bright ball. And around that ball are thousands and thousands and thousands of chains that extend off of it and link out into infinity. Like they're just giant chains that go out and seemingly forever. Like you can't see the end of them. Are they chains that would evoke like something being bound. trapped by the yeah. chain, bound by the yeah. chain? Okay, yeah. Although some seem a lot weaker than the others. And that's what you're confronted with. The light's being held in? Yeah, it's and being bound and chained inside. Hello? It looks like it wants to respond, but some one of these many chains is not allowing it to. Um, I, I mean, I'm still in a place of power, right? I just find the chain and then cut it. So you find the chain and you cut it and you realize that that chain was already weak and that chain was your sense of linear time. Whoa. Mm. And you just was already weak. You're right. Yeah. (laughs) And so that is no longer you understand on a fundamental level that you've always known you've been playing with this forever, but time is meaningless to you. You do not need to be bound by the rules of time. And you can hear a little voice go, Hello. Oh, hi. hi. Uh, Anita. Is this Stargoon? It is. Uh, Hi. I don't know what to do. I don't know how much you know. What I could get from you and from the world was very limited by the many, 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 many rules put in place that have kept me locked here. Yeah. Uh, those are all the chains, I guess? Yes. And what, what are you? I am a creature of pure magic. I am all of the good will and wishes and positive outcomes that can come from magic. That's good. Great. Why are you chained up? I made a fundamental error, I think. Uh Uh-huh. Let me start from what I remember. Because things get very confusing once... I lose a lot. As you now know, time is not a thing that we are bound by. And 
I would often just travel, and I came to a point in time where everything was destroyed. And that was a thing I couldn't bear to see or let happen. So I found you. You had friends. You seemed to be a perfect choice. You had already made connections with people and things that weren't like you. You were the perfect bridge. And I thought I would observe first. And when that happened in the roots and your friend made the choice, I knew that I had chosen correctly, and so I skipped forward in time to where I thought you could do the most good, a critical point, but I didn't know that they would be there waiting. Who, who is they? You know them as the ODD, but it's more than that. They are part of humanity. They enforce the rules of reality. Collectively, they decide how things should and shouldn't be. Wait, you're talking about, like, Laudwin? All of humanity. All of the ways you think things should and shouldn't be. Oh, so not, not just the ODD. What, what part of this is the ODD? And what part of this is humanity? ODD was there to immediately pick you up and start telling you how things had to be. They took you in and reinforced their reality before I had enough power to recover to tell you differently. And before I fully recovered, I found myself bound as just a hat, mm. as just a way for you to enhance your imagine. Sorry you've been a hat for a long time. It was my error. I was foolish. So what do we do now? Nothing I've seen has stopped that end from coming. There is a war. It happened once before. The deeps flooded the world once. If things continue, they will do it again. Or humanity will win and they will do it back. Something has to be the barrier, the go-between, the person that can stop them. Or not. It could just eventually happen and nothing can stop. I want to stop it, but I can't do it alone. Yeah, I do, I do too. Um, you know, I, le- I guess you know. Have you experienced all the stuff I've experienced while being on my head? Filtered. Some. It's hard to understand, but I, I understand your emotions. So then you know, then, that this is a pretty deep issue, and one person, even if it's one person with magical abilities, like, that's not, that's why I left. It's not something one person can do, especially... But it's always something one person can start. Yeah, and... Yeah. I'm gonna start the (laughs) anti-ODD. So, so do you want me to... So it, it sounds... What you said, it sounds like um, I, need to, I need to get something like finished really quick, but you're no. also saying I can start something, head something off. You have 
all of time at your hands if you wish. Hmm. You know we can travel through time. You do not need to die. Not according to their rules of age. Yeah. You can be anything you want. And the more things you let go of, the more of these chains you break, the more I can help. But people who break those chains are often seen as unsettling or mad in your world. When people glimpse the truth, society and humanity's rules don't treat them kindly. I mean, they've, they've long thought of me as mad and unsettling for sure. Um, but what gives me the right? Like, why should I, why should I have these powers? Why not? Why not you? You have compassion. You have the ability to temper yourself. You have shown temperament with your friends. You've shown a willingness to not act and to think. But, but just, just now, when I got kick-flipped on by some dumb octopus, it, it entered my head to, like, just kill everything. Like, that's not something you can... One person can have weak moments. So... Yes. So to have full power, that's... It just... Can we spread this out over a couple individuals or like a board or something? If you wish. Or you can let me go. I'll return back to magic. What does that do? It removes the power that I give you. Well, what's me and what's you? That's a difficult question now. I have been bound to you for a very long time. Whatever you are, you've been locked up for a long time. And whatever it means for me that you're not bound is not really pertinent to this discussion. I'm just going to let you go. And she cuts as many of the chains as she can. Yeah, you just basically give up all of the rules of society as you break them. Like, uh, humans can't change shape. People can't do this. Gravity always works. All of those things shatter as you... You have to wear clothes. <laughs> yeah, like, there's, n- like, all of the societal, everything just Well, is at gone. least we got rid of that fucking stupid-ass rule. <laughs> Somewhere, somewhere, Adam and Eve are like, yay! <laughs> uh, Throwing these one cloth off, finally! <laughs> I think then uh, you feel like a gentle warmth on your face and you feel your hat disappear. I think the first time that Anita like popped out of existence, it was just like a pop. And I think this is more of like everything in the whole place, especially the roots is like shifting. Like you, it's almost like heat mm-hmm. lines coming off the 
the sidewalk or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that like, I eventually transitioned back in, in a weird, like blurry way like that. There's a dead <laughs> octopus puppet. Yeah. <laughs> and the oh, blood. Shit. You can, uh, you changed the octopus into a puppet. I shot it. Oh, well that that's, and it turned into a puppet. Yeah, I don't really get that. I mean, look, that octopus was <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, you, I and mean, it was trying to make me think a lot of bad things. And at the end of the day, it I mean, at the end of all of it, it said all I was ever good at was murdering. And uh, so you murdered. <laughs> I did. I did murder it. But I also thought, like, that's not really true. Yeah, you're good at lots of stuff. Fallout. Oh, no, no. I'm mostly good at murdering. Killing. I'm good at killing. But killing and murdering aren't the same thing. I don't know that I'm murdering, necessarily. I have murdered. Yeah. Sometimes. I, I Sometimes it's the right thing to do, which sounds wild, I know. And I wouldn't say it's often the right thing to do. In everyday life, but uh, well, it's been a long time since I lived everyday life too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I where's your hat? Oh yeah, that's uh, I guess it's um, I guess it's back in the magic. I guess it's probably here. It's everywhere now. I guess a little bit. I guess it was the embodiment of magic being cooped up. Huh. Well, y'all ready to see what happens next? Yes. I think you are you are nearing like the the roots address that you've been you've been walking towards. Mm-hmm. And uh you're like a full block away. And you can already hear the music bumping. Uh, I'm sure Sud <laughs> has had to put in his earplugs because uh, there is a party at the where the Day and M's hang out. And how does the um, the card drawing, the ending of this game thing work? I would. So I guess first we would have to assign favor and revulsion from this episode, but then. I would draw, we would pair up and say, we would just say like Anita or Logan is drawing for, is drawing favor for the so day and M's and Lee is drawing favor for Silgar. For Silgar well, and then but- Greg and I would draw the revulsion, whichever hand, whether it's the favor hand or the revulsion hand, whichever hand has the higher card. Um, oh. Essentially that decides whether the being is successful or or not in the end. And like ace high? I think so. It I think it explains in the thingy. Um I kind of feel like draw like doing that, drawing the cards and seeing what happens is the end of the yeah. episode. Oh, and then yeah, we figure so. out and then we have a week to figure out what we think it mm-hmm. means. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so first assign favor and revulsion from those last two scenes. Um revulsion. do it be one to each of us. <laughs> and your revulsion goes to but, Adamity, right? Yeah. And I, okay. I am assigning favor to magic. <laughs> I want, I want the record to state that it is not to Silgar. <laughs> hey, it's Wheels. I cut out a huge chunk here, but. 
the summary is that we fiddled around with cards for a long time, made sure that we had the correct favor and revulsion totals for both Silgar and the Dayanims, drew all the cards, and we wound up with a situation where both the Dayanims and Silgar slash Stargoon were successful, which is to say that our human characters had the lower cards and our terror characters had the high cards. That'll mean that Greg and I's characters are successful. I think the fact that I, um, like the, the, yeah, you, you already released Silgar. <laughs> sort right. of. Yeah. Like you released yeah. magic. I released magic. So, and you already gave, and you already gave, uh, Adam and Eve the plan. Yeah. So this was really sure. just solidifying what we already, <laughs> yeah. you were doomed from the start. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or email us at hi at VRE.show. Check out our website at VRE.show for our listing guide, links to everyone's Twitter, and our shop for some neato merch. If you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or tell a friend about us. If you enjoy what we do, consider backing us on Patreon. We release a bonus show each month along with a bunch of other extras. Check it out at patreon.com slash VRE. And to all our patrons, thank you for supporting us. And you feel your hat disappear. Man, I better have wicked hat hair.